0: We'll yeah. yeah.
1: What's up, Too Broke for Therapy, episode number 41 with Jose Rodriguez. My name is Steven. You guys are listening to the Greatest Advice podcast, hosted by me, Leonard, and Jarrett Conley. This is a great week. We have Jose on, who recently moved to Los Angeles. It is so sad, but this is kind of a great chronolization of his whole life and what kind of led him to the moment of moving to Los Angeles, why Los Angeles, and also what he hopes to achieve there. I've had a great time getting to know Jose over the past three years. And to have him in my house for one of the last times I got to see him before he left and actually have a conversation recorded with him was great. And we got to catch up a little bit before and after. And, yeah, he's a great guy. I hope you guys enjoy getting to know him. We answer some of your guys' questions, which you can always do at 2 broke for therapy dot com slash submit. There's a link in the show notes if you guys check that out for the podcast, as well as our Twitter page at podcast. Thank you for everybody sending the feedback about last week's episode as I get a text message right now about my pizza getting here. Guys, I got to go. Oh, my God, this guy. Oh, fuck. Where's my wallet to tip? Okay, everybody, 2 for slash submit. If you want to submit questions, like I said, Jose Rodriguez, the legend, in it, at Navy Sweatshirt on Instagram. Check it out. We're going to jump into a song. We've got a mix at the end, a little teeny one that I put together for you guys. And, yeah, I'm about to go home to SoCal for the holidays. I hope to have a couple people on that I'm excited about. So, yeah, keep it locked. Two Broke Food Therapy, episode 41, Jose Rodriguez. Okay, fuck. Pizza.
0: Techno music.
1: Like, Have you guys not been smoking weed for like two days and then you walk past someone who's smoking weed and you're like, it's almost like seeing a pie in a windowsill <laughs> in an old cartoon your feet lift off the <laughs> ground and you start floating towards it. Like it's pungent. But when you smoke weed, I can't smell weed. Does that make yeah, any sense? That's yeah,
0: true. I mean, you're, yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense, yes.
2: Lately, I've been noticing a lot more um, cars reeking of weed when I walk past them. And then I look Dude, in yeah. or I'll like smell some weed up the street and I'll be like, trying to sniff it out, and I keep walking, and then I hear some, you know, a little bit of bass, and then a couple of people <laughs> sitting in the car, and I'm like, oh, this, it all makes sense now.
1: When, when I was in Europe, th- that's the widest sentence people could say, um... <laughs> <laughs> when I was in Europe, I really wanted to find grass, as they like to call it, and I was—no one calls it that there—but I really wanted to find weed. So the only way I knew how to find it was if you smelt it. Maybe someone dealt it. Wow! Oh. And I walked up to some guy and I was like, "Hey, man!" And he like immediately looks at me and he's like, "Where are you from?" And I'm like, "From San Francisco," because that was like the most—if I say I'm from the LA area, people mm. are like, "Fuck LA, San Francisco!" Everybody. Mm. Very them. true. So I—I'm like, "I'm from San Francisco," and they go, "I'm from." Tahoe (laughs) and he was like whoa I was like you live here he's like yeah I was like oh man well I smelled the weed I just was wondering if you know where I could get some he's like oh funnily enough I'm a drug dealer (laughs) and he took care of everything we sat at a bar for an hour he came back with a you know eighth of weed I bought it for 50 quid 50 pounds it was you know sick great time Let's uh, intro Jose real quick so we can get that over with. not saying that I want to get it over with. I love (laughs) you. Everyone uh, listening, uh, we are sitting with a great guy. Overall, I've probably known this gentleman for three years, three-ish years. About, yeah. We've gone to war together. (laughs) We've done a lot of balcony hanging out. He's had a lot of great uh, social gatherings at his house. Overall, emotional support animal for me for a while, and I would say... One of the best people I know, probably one of the best people a lot of people know, and if you don't know him, you're about to. Jose. Hello. What's your last name? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> 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 let me let me start by saying I love this guy. I don't know his last name. Rodriguez. Okay, that's what I thought. I, <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> see. I wanted to say Ramirez, but you know, can't. I don't want to. That's get Aldo. It wrong. That's Aldo. Okay, okay. Wow, you guys are really great. Um, <laughs> Aldo, future guest on the podcast. He hit me in the DMs. Oh shit! Yeah, sick. I, randomly in the middle of the night, I was like, my phone buzzes. I look over. And I see that it's from Dumb Cheap, and I'm like, <laughs> at Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, my homie likes the show. So, yeah, we'll have him on the Yeah, because I told him about him. Oh, I really? Th- yeah, yeah, I told them. You he's, know, he's a
0: so- sociology major. You know, he, he wants to hear other people's shit. So, is he, Does he go to SF State? He graduated already.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Wow, great yeah. for him. We'll talk to him. I want to know what he's doing. We'll talk to you after the show, because I, I don't know what he's doing post-Taylor Stitch, which I guess is actually a great transition to how I kind of got to know you, is Indeed. you used to work with i guess a lot of people i knew through someone who used to work there a lot of people assumed i used to work there
0: i thought you worked there yeah
1: (laughs) it's like me growing up with all my mormon friends and everyone
2: thinking i was mormon it's very similar kind of situation but the taylor stitch thing's a compliment the mormonism no (laughs) no, (laughs) at least at that time definitely at that time was
1: definitely a compliment and yeah like the whole taylor stitch crew kind of I knew through Sam, my old roommate, ex, you know, Two Broke for Therapy member. Still, still a Sad Boy fan, still a Two Broke
2: fan. Hey, oh, he's th- out there. He's a remote producer, the way he called in about the audio <laughs> levels. Yeah, <laughs> did call <laughs> him. <He's> a remote <laughs> producer. Um, but just that whole
1: group of people, it's great. You guys obviously have kind of disbanded from the company, the whole, like, core people that used to work there. But for a time, it was a great place to work, right? You enjoyed it. Oh, uh,
0: fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was... I think one of the few reasons why I didn't leave home, leave uh, back home, you know, when I first moved here. Because, you know, first thing I did was go into Taylor Stitch. I don't like shopping online, so went to the store, and I'm, that's why I met everyone else, just as a customer. And ever since then until I left, it was kind of pretty, pretty chill. What it was, was the awesome. first
1: thing you bought there?
0: Do you remember? I bought a Rover jacket. Okay. So, wax jacket, uh, West jacket, zip.
1: Uh, I don't know what the first thing I ever bought there was. I think it might have been a pair of pants.
0: I actually lost it. I got mad faded and I fucking lost it with another Taylor sh- uh, sis shirt that I have gotten. Like you lost the sh- shirt? I took my shirt, My I took my jacket and I had a shirt and so I like, fuck I'm going to take oh. everything off. Put it on, I don't know what was faded, I don't remember.
2: But that, yeah. <coughs> that kind of part. Yeah,
0: and then sure enough, the guys were really nice so they hooked me up for the second jacket that I got. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They always are really nice. I've still to this day have probably a majority of my clothes from there at 8. If not
0: free, low rate. Very low rate,
1: which is great. Uh, it's it's a beautiful company. the The sample sales you put on the past couple years were also super fun. Thank you, thank you. Shout out to Ballas Coffee. Yeah, Ballas yeah.
0: Coffee. Uh, shout out to Paulo if you ever listen to this shit. Shout is out that to you, West Portal. West Portal. It's what my hood, neighborhood. It is my favorite neighborhood in the city. Really? Why? Not only because I'm, I live right up, right around there, but it's just, it just has everything I want. I mean, it has fantastic Mexican food. It has fantastic Peruvian food. I mean, one of my only f- favorite spots I like to eat is called Franco's on West Portal for the best Peruvian, hands where, out Where is that? Is that closer to the mini it's, station or yeah. closer to the theater? It's like actually right, maybe like right across the street from the from the station, right there. And it has ballas, so. Yeah, and it
1: has Goat Hill Pizza, a great Goat establishment. Hill. Ooh yeah, sourdough. I once uh, did stand up across the street at West Portal Tavern in front of four people. That wow. was terrible. Wow. Yeah, not a good
2: crowd. Wow. No, this is the worst crowd yeah. on
0: West Porto.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you got to go to Dubliner. That's what you got going to it. Yeah, the
2: Dubliner's <laughs> sick. I almost got in a... F- I don't think I was at the Dubliner. I think I was at McCarthy's. But mm. this was a few days before St. Patrick's Day. And there was this Irishman, and he was outside <laughs> telling us about how he picked his brother's... Or he carried his brother's dead body through the streets of Cork or some shit. Oh, wow. Oh, and he shit. wanted to fight me because I told him I visited Dublin a couple <laughs> <of> years prior <laughs> And then we asked if we wanted like we had a joint and he was like, What is that? And we're like, Oh, it's some weed. You want to smoke some? He's like, I don't smoke that shit, it makes you gay.
3: (laughs) 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 This is a total side note.
1: People at my work right now, they think that there's something in San Francisco tap water that turns people gay.
0: That's amazing. This is like some (laughs)
1: Alex Jones like the water makes the frogs gay type shit. Like they they literally bought a Brita over the weekend.
2: That's he insane. Th- they think the bread is going to save them from turning gay. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm like, how bad are you experiencing
1: this? Like, you know, be comfortable with yourself, no, even if you know, follow your intuition. Are you they Latino? Are they Latino? No, they're right. both uh, African American. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's very, it's <laughs> I have a, nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's very <laughs> interesting. I am like, is this a bit? But it's been going on too long at this point, and there's literally money invested. So shout out to Leonard, by the way, who's in this conspiracy. But I think he's only doing oh. it because he likes to see. Uh, he, he's a he, he,
2: he he's a provocateur. He just wants to push some buttons and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he loves
1: pushing some buttons.
0: I
2: did enjoy his first two episodes. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, I was. wish you got
1: to meet him. Um hopefully one day you will. I know the like one time we were supposed to do this, it like didn't work out, which was last week, but I'm still glad that we got to have you on, obviously before. Like something I'm about to ask you about in a little bit as well. So just back on the Taylor Stitch thing, you left that job, you got another job.
0: Yeah, I I went to Reliquary, which was uh, one of my favorite stores in the city. Um, I mean, I before I even worked there, I think I spent a few thousand dollars, you oh, know, wow. in like in the span of a couple of years. So you know, I would say probably the only, if not maybe Voyager, I bought a few things. So aside from Reliquary, I don't think I really spend that much money in the city. So. Shout out to them. Shout out to them, yeah. And, and uh,
1: obviously, I wanna kind of go back a little bit as well, but you're about to possibly move, or you are moving? Uh, I'm definitely moving. Yeah, okay, okay. I was I'm sorry.
0: definitely moving. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I start on the first week of December, so December 2nd is my first day, but I won't be officially leaving, or actually hopefully finding a spot by January, so that's my goal. Um, this kinda happened quickly, so I, also, I live here, so it's hard to look for a place when while you're not you're even not there. there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, But yeah, moving, uh, it's exciting, scary, but I've moved my entire life. Yeah, that's so. what I want to talk
1: about. It's like, where where did you start moving from before we get to the whole excitement about L.A.? I kind of oh, love shit. your weird voyage <laughs> that you had. I found this out over three years, by the way. Like, I don't think I know the whole story. I only know, like, wait, what? You, you were where <laughs> for yeah.
3: a
0: while? So I, I was born and raised in Nicaragua, so... Lovely. You know, uh, <laughs> yes. My uh, dad knows it only as a surf <laughs> spot. I don't it know. is a fantastic surf. I don't surf, yeah, but uh, shout out to those who, knows, uh, who do. And, <laughs> but yeah, move. I I moved to the United States when I was twelve. So, um, you know, my mom, my sister, and my brother were all moved in twenty twelve in two thousand two when I was twelve. And then I actually spent a year in Miami, and then I moved for two years to Wisconsin. So I wow. did eighth grade and ninth grade in Wisconsin. Which Wisconsin, Mike? <laughs> What do you imagine it would be like? Like uh, I imagine like
1: a Superman comic book, just a lot of fields. Um, um, it's cheese, right? That's what. they're Yes, yes. For? And it's
0: cold. And it's cold as fuck. Um, I respect the I respect the North. You know, I I respect it. You know, like I in Nicaragua, like my, where, where I grew up, it was it would get cold, maybe like San Francisco weather, but that's cold in South America. You know, so to to me, like. Being in negative 24 degrees was insane. Like I did, you have a nice puffer jacket. <laughs> no, I mean, I, dude, we used to buy, we used to go to D J Max and like, Hell you God. know, and Marshalls to get our shit. So yeah, whatever they had, Marshall's I mean, we we would have cardinal. sweaters, hoodies, you know, fucking snow jackets. It was insane. I mean, you school wasn't canceled until it was like negative five or negative ten. Someone did opened. you actually
1: have a snow day growing up? They did. I mean, oh, they wow. they,
0: but it had to be insane. Like yeah. you know, blizzard. Like we not fully like oh, they of that. No, no, no. It, it was it was insane. I mean, of course, it aside from that, it was very white, you know, as as you can imagine, uh, very very small Latino community I, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, by the way. Oh, so great! So you home the, the of, the out of the Packers. I I became for a a, a Packer fan. I'll say for like two years, just because I couldn't say that I was, you know, I'm a, a Dolphins fan because they would yeah. be like, no what one, one the wants fuck? to be a Dolphins <laughs> fan, especially i right now. You know? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Someone save him. Uh, but yeah, you know, and so it was, it was cool. I went to a couple games. You know, I played against Amon Green, if you remember Amon oh, wow. Green. Uh, we played uh, Madden oh, 2003, wow. I think it was. It was They had a tournament
3: and uh, you, in you, there. Were you Dude, competing? <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, I got my ass whooped in like, in whatever, in like the third round or like something. But yeah. You still, you still threw the gauntlets down? No, oh, not, not at all. No, no, no. no. I, I retired. That was, that was it. I've never been a gamer. I like to be outside and play. That was kind of my whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I, totally. I mean, we'll get into the soccer in a second. Yeah. So
1: after Wisconsin, where did you go we first? back a... to
0: Miami, and I spent most, that was back in my freshman year, so 2004, uh, we were back in Miami. And then you just
1: went through high school.
0: Went through high school, middle school, high school. Well, high what school. was that like
1: in Miami? Like being, I mean, Miami's kind of a wild place. Miami to like is go to a high school and have a high school kind of like wildlife like jared is the
0: ultimate wildlife king of high school i would i would say whatever he went through he probably would have fit in fine in in, in any high school because i mean you grow up drinking at like 15 like and i don't mean like oh i'm gonna casually have a beer and you know my friends i mean like we're talking about like like keggers like like parties where you like you know they have like five kegs and you have to pay five dollars to get in which is insanely cheap you know cheap but it Oh, well, be I mean $5, but $5 then... $5 Oh, for <laughs> a kegger, yeah, <laughs> you're mean, right, okay. But then what happens, like, you show up, and there's, like, 300 people in a backyard, and you can barely even walk. So it's, like, those are this is, this is the things you're kind of dealing with. It's, like, either you go to parties insane for cheap, or you maybe try to find your friend's friend who has a fake ID and whatever, and then, then you throw your own party. So that's kind of, like what it is, like, find the best party, I'll say. Did you ever go
1: to, like, a crazy venue as, like, you know, being in Miami? I feel oh. like, you know, I envision like a, like, DJ
0: Khaled's house or something, you know, like, <laughs> no, overlooking no, the water. No, 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 I mean, that's, that's... An that. episode
1: of Fallers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are, the they, they exist. I mean, they're, yeah. they exist for a reason. Like, some um, kids, Rich Pam, like, I don't know. No, I, I never, I never had this chance. I mean, I grew up, like, my first year that I lived there, I lived in the beach, so, you know, condominium, so yeah. that's kind of what, what you did. But then when I moved back from Wisconsin, we lived in a suburb, so it's like you were you out, out there super far out so that's where everyone fucking goes yeah. hard I mean I, when I was playing football in high school like um, my, my homie's uh, older brother was going to UF so University of Florida and as everyone knows in Florida schools are insane yeah Um, like the Arizona of the East Coast. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And then we come down and and like buy us all these fucking booze and we just have we'll we'll lose a game and then fuck it, we'll go hard as fuck the next day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Miami is insane, man. Uh, I love Miami. It's like my my favorite place in the world, but also my least favorite place in the world. So you played
1: football. You enjoyed your youth, and you worked at American Apparel, which, like to me, yeah. that was like—if you would have been on my fucking Tumblr page as a young man, you would I have probably been, was. It was <laughs> um, literally mostly American Apparel models. Like, oh my god, that's still I think the kind of women I'm attracted to. <laughs> I mean,
0: women with offset eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and tumblers that are active and underbites. I love Tumblr. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a, st- I, i am still I, have the app on my fucking phone. really. Like, to Tumblr. What that a good it's era. It's my favorite, my favorite place in the world and the internet. I used to follow like Aziz and Donald Glover,
1: and they would just like repost photos of hot chicks like Olivia Munn and yeah. stuff, and I was like, yeah, Damn. dude, I'm, these are. You my remember heroes. when she was popping? Dude,
2: she, she was, I, she was was so, for a I'm minute. a G four guy. I yeah. loved her,
3: Damn.
1: and she was, fucking Aaron Rodgers. Shouts out to the Green Bay yeah. Packers.
0: Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a full circle. Trust me, that's what,
1: that's what my mind is like. Um. So you worked at American Apparel. What was that like? Because yeah. that's a like, that's kind of a crazy company. I always w- was like, who the fuck works here? Every time I was like, I've never seen these kids
0: in my hometown yeah. that work here, but I know they probably go to my high school. So I mean, it was insane. I I that was the only only place I would say that I really try to work at my entire life. Like even to this day, I don't think I ever wanted to work at a place so so bad as I did with American Apparel. Why? One because it my homies were like, I mean to this day, like I mean if they ever get to listen to this shit, I mean like you know they're just regular dudes and, like, they never really got, like, the fashion shit or, like, or at least what I thought at that time was, was popping, right? So, you know, I always wanted to wear the clothes and when they told me, like, fine-ass girls work there, I was like, okay, well, if fine-ass girls work there. Uh, <laughs> leggings before leggings well, were a this, thing. This is Miami, so, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but that was the thing, And you know, you, you you go to high school and you hear of your friends' friends who, like, work at American Apparel and then you, like, and you look at them and I'm like, wow, like, these people are cool. Like, yep. you know, you had, like, Artists from all sorts. V-necks. <laughs> Mad V-necks. Back then, the V-necks <laughs> were hot. Mad V-necks. Louis
1: dude. still wears a V-neck.
0: I don't anymore. I
4: yeah.
1: mean,
0: I, I I left that a long time ago, but yeah. no, I, I, would, I, would, yeah. I would rock hey, him, dude. I would I rock I him, dude. Want, I, I, I just I, want Lewis
1: to get that message. He's <laughs> got to put him away. No,
0: I I mean, I would – yeah, shout out to V-necks. I, they, were, they were popping for a long time. They
1: were popping for a long time. You yeah. were a cool dude if you had a V-neck there. Like, he's got, like, 4% less shirt.
0: I think my first AA party that I went to, American Apparel Party. AA? <laughs> is that the – wow, I like that. Yeah, so that was the thing, AA. Uh, and – yeah. Uh, and I think the first party I went to was uh, I was wearing a v neck tucked in with a pair of like chino, black chinos or black dress pants with like uh, my brown brogues and a brown leather belt. That was my outfit for the first wow. fucking party.
1: What was the parties like with those people? I feel like was that a step away from the usual suburban party? It
0: was because it was Matt's it was uh-huh. I mean, you were hanging out with, you were hanging out with, I don't know, like, their store manager, you know yeah. what I mean, like, and everyone else, it's <laughs> like, so you're partying with, you know, with a store manager, and they, they kind of become, like, you're, in a way, your family. Yeah, yeah. Your I was working family. there, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, you know, for the, I started Just working. kicking it. No, you, no, I you mean, had you're to definitely work work doing a lot everyone of shit. Dude, we, I would say that, I don't know about, in my experience, at least, at American Pro, like, if you busted your fucking ass, you will get rewarded. That was, I feel like that's how my mentality has been, you know
2: what do you mean by rewarded
0: in terms of <laughs> <that> for <laughs> so if you for me like i i, moved, I got move, i got moved up pretty quick i would say like 3 months i became an assistant manager then in like 6 months i became an assistant backstock manager and then within the year i was like running like a backstock you know like my own backstock so it's like they and i was what 20 years old turning i just turned 21 so they they put a lot of i think they had no choice but they put a lot of uh um, emphasis in youth and kind of like bringing people up from the, within the company. And, and after a year and a half of working there, I was traveling for the company. So, you know, I was working 80, 90 <laughs> hours a week. Did that lead you to San Francisco? Is
1: that like how no, you came at here?
0: All. I not nah, so I always my so my uncle RIP. He used he he lived there for like twenty years. Oh wow! And he was the reason why I actually wanted to be in fashion my whole life, just because he w- he went down to Miami, uh, I'm sorry, to Nicaragua when I was a kid, I was 10 years old, I remember him coming in with all his all his drawings and um, all his sketches, and I was like, he was working at Levi's at that time, and I'm like, I'm like what the fuck, I mean, you're, you're you're drawing clothes, like, I'm 10 years old, you know, from Nicaragua, like, sparked your imagination, yeah. um, and so every year after I turned 18, he would hit me, I was like, yo, when are you going to move to San Francisco, I'm like, nah, nah I'm not going to move. I have a girlfriend. I was a bitch, you know. I'm a, I'm a bitch. I'm not gonna move. Basically, that's what I was yeah. saying. Uh, and yeah, I in 2015, I was just fucking sad and you know, literally drinking myself to death. Like I don't, I pff, insane. I mean, going out every fucking day without even noticing. Really? Yeah. I mean, like my homies are like, dude, you're are you okay, bro? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. But in reality, I was really sad. I were just you the through. blackout king? Were you blacking? No, out? for that for that period of time, maybe like six months, seven months. I mean, I, I black I've driven blacked out like. Oh I, can't even, I can't even tell you. It's Miami, bro. Like, everyone parties. Everyone you drinks. You could have been drives. Florida man.
2: You, you know, you Dude, don't even I know. Probably happened.
0: I probably have been without even knowing. Yes. In
2: someone's memory. Jose <laughs> yes. is Florida man.
0: Especially here, I would say, you know. But back man home. Man fucks <laughs> a bag of
3: Doritos <laughs> at liquor store.
0: <laughs> no, never that. I mean, like, it would have been like, uh, Florida man drives through a fucking mall. You know, like, whatever. You know, like, that's probably would have been me. But, yeah, man, I was I'm sad looking for some <laughs> APCs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, I never rocked ABC, really? I APC. Really, no, I was just making like a 2010 <laughs> reference. I yeah, know. but that would mean
0: just, yeah. I get what you mean. Kanye was popping at that time. Oh, so yeah, yeah Kanye APC. I remember that collection. Yeah. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was it was insane. I was probably just drinking way too much, and uh, I had gone. Uh, I got a new job. I left American Apparel and I started working at Todd's Italian shoe company. Um, and I went on my first paid vacation, and I was like, this is insane. I took a whole week off and I went to Seattle to see what, say what's up to my homies who worked at American Apparel and hung out with family. After being there for a week and I came back, I'm like, man, I need to fucking do something. Literally, bro, like two days later, my uncle calls me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, why don't you move to San Francisco? Again, yeah. And sure enough, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll move. I gotta find a job. Five days later, my old boss from American Apparel hits me up. He's like, yo, we, I heard you trying to move. We have a, we have a job opening if you want it. Like, so do you want to come back to American Apparel and work in San Francisco? I'm like, yeah. So oh, wow. in, in a week and a half, I already had a job and I already had a place to stay, and two weeks later, I was here.
1: That's like how it works in this fucking city. It's yeah. like it just always happens like that. It's like I want to move to San Francisco, and then everything falls in your hands to do it. What do you want to say, baby?
2: No, I'm just saying that's a pretty common story. I didn't really even want to move to San Francisco. Like, I wasn't really considering it until one day, we were. Um, Doing some boomers and I was booming with my mom at the. Uh, what is a boomer? School? Yeah, what's a boomer? I I'm thought that my... was an old person now. No, boomers a LSD. Oh,
1: oh. wow. Why are we wow. whispering? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and you're talking into a <laughs> microphone. <laughs> um, what it. Yeah, someone said something about San Francisco. I was like, oh, there's a school there. I could probably get in. And then I was in that. I like you know applied and I was and got accepted a few months later and decided I'm just going to move here. And you did it, and I did it, yeah, and everything worked out.
0: You just got to take the chance, dude. I mean, like, it's just I in Nicaragua, even in Nicaragua, we moved every other year. You know, Mm -hmm. like because our our home was like in the country, like two hours away from the main city. So it's like we. we, my mom didn't want to buy a house. It's like, what's the point? Like, so let's just see where we want to like live. And so I, I'm used to moving. I, I'm not scared of like the idea of like having to take a chance to make like that like you know. So basically, moving around a lot kind of like prepared you
1: to be comfortable with like kind of landing in a new city and landing in a new spot, right? Yeah, That's I mean, and and, like. and
0: also as, as a as an adult, I would say like when I tra- when I traveled for American Apparel, it like really put me, like it really tested me in terms of like okay, how can I? How quickly can I adapt to a time zone, a schedule, uh, meeting, being around different people um, every month. So, you know, like, we'll be doing a project. You know, it was, like, my first project, we, we left for three months. We were in D.C. Wow. And in the fucking cold, working overnights. You know, fucking 7 to 7, 7 to 9. So, like, you know, the <laughs> that, that shit's, like, at the moment, you're fucking, you're hating it. But at least for me, I just really appreciated what it, like, it brought in, in my life later on because now I'm, like, I can do any kind of shift, you know, like I can, you're work, uh, of I, of I can work, trades. I can work, I can work 100 hours, like, as long as I'm interested in what I'm doing, like, I will, I'm not, f- you know, it doesn't really scare me, Interesting. but, um, hardworking, like, just, you're
1: kind of like, um, uh, due to everything that you've done, you're kind of like, open-minded to taking on more of a, like, a workload, you think?
0: Yeah, but at the same time, like, I, I think I needed to go through that to understand that, as as I get older I don't I don't need to be doing that. <laughs> you know, so it's like it, it was it, it, I think it is great for character, but I don't think it's great for, you know, for like your entire life, I think But being in I work in American apparel, I, I spent a couple of time in in uh in Paris in Amsterdam. So I was able to see the way people lived there and they had so much emphasis in like, you know, your family and friends and how much that means more than like a nine oh to five. Yes, you know what 100%. I mean? So like, you know, to me that I remember like being there like these motherfuckers are lazy as fuck you know like we're here working 12 hours 15 hours and they come in do the eight hours and they fucking bounce but they're like hey we'll see you at the at the river you know we'll see you at the canal like make sure you bring a bottle i'm like what like that's what we do <laughs> they will go hang out after work and like that's what they enjoy they didn't care about making 300 euros more in their paycheck be, and they had to like you, you know, were like, bringing the bottle yeah you know? we were buying all <laughs> the alcohol yeah yeah so it's like it was like it's like why do i want <laughs> it's like it's like why do i want to like you know, make more money when I'm, ev- I'm not even going to have time to enjoy it. Yeah. So, that you know, that was kind of it. And, you know, that experience, I kind of realized that, yeah, like, I, that I don't, that's not sustainable. <laughs> so do you think when you moved to San Francisco, I mean, you've been here for how long? Uh, four years. Four years? Okay, so, so you've been here less than me, I, I forgot. I know what, dude, two, well, I think this is four years on the dot. Oh, wow. I just realized, well, welcome I think to I it. moved here the 18th. If someone can go back on my Instagram, I posted a photo when I moved here. Oh, really? The first yeah. day? I said it was uh, the second day, so I think it was the 19th. Wow, that's crazy.
1: So four years in, and yeah. you, wow. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of like a going to college. You've been here. You've definitely lived here, you know? You I always say graduating. You've yeah, you've graduated. <laughs> what do you think you've taken from living in San Francisco? Like, do you think that you've gained a lot? Obviously, you want to move. Purely just because you want to grow, you want to experience new things, that's what this life is all about, experiencing new things, new people, new experiences, and like, you know, you always have the people, you know, in your life that you've met along the way. We kind of talked about that before we started recording, too, just people are around, people are always going to care about you, but you can kind of bounce in and out of people's lives, and obviously you chose to leave this godforsaken city, this <laughs> trash pile that we choose to live in, even though I love it. For another trash pile. <laughs> for another trash pile that I chose to left at one point as well. Um, but do you think that you've gained a lot? I mean, this city kind of either kicks people in the ass, kicks people in the head, or like kind of, you know, it, people love their time here.
0: People but come back. I would, yeah, I always say I, I love the city. I, I, if I had the choice, I would not move. I would tell you that right now. Really? Um, Why? Because you know, I have my girlfriend here. I like yeah. my, my style of life. You know, I love Danielle. If you're listening. Shout out to Danielle. Shout out to Danielle. I love you. Uh, you know, and you know, she's made my experience here a lot more better than I could have been. Uh, but even before her, it was just, uh, you know, I definitely, I would say that this style of life is much more chill, and it's kind of what I've always wanted—a dream. You know, it's like it's a mix of America and Europe. I would say, mm-hmm. like, if you are able oh, to have, about that, yeah. if you, if you are able to have like a, na- a regular nine to five or you know a chill schedule, and you're able to kind of figure out what your life is going to be, then it's a fantastic city to do so. You know, what I mean, you have thousands of parks. Beautiful. Thousands, you know, beautiful, most of them, you
1: know. Great places yeah. to publicly drink. Yeah, You it's can chill. smoke weed. You could take hallucinogenics and walk through a park. transportation is you free. Know, <laughs> you can smoke weed at bars. Yeah, <laughs> public transportation is free. Yeah. And
0: everything's close. Like, you're
1: 20 yeah. minutes away from anything you want to do.
0: I got here in eight minutes from my house.
1: Yeah, it's wild. I think that this city is unlike any other city, but I think at the same time, there's a lot more to explore. And I, I think you choosing L.A., I mean that's something you've kind of talked about for the past couple. Yeah, years it's, almost, it's a I natural like.
0: transgression. Uh, transgression, I would say. Um, you know, it was for me even when I was at American Apparel. Like there was always opportunities for me to move, and I never took them. You know, I don't know. I th- a lot of it was because I was scared. You know, I was like, damn. Like I, I just felt like I was finally an adult in Miami, and like trying to experience that. And it's like I don't want to leave and not be to know what it is to be in Miami as an adult. You know, and then having to move to another city to you know, to p- kind of pick everything. I think I was very scared of that, but um, I think if it wasn't for American Pearl, would have never had the chance, or the, I would say the ball like, move here. um But, yeah, I you know, LA is, like, it's been a constant reminder in my life. Like, there's, every year there's been you know, uh, this could work out. Like, uh, I know someone. I know someone get your a job. You know, it's
1: <coughs> for people. I mean, obviously, you've worked in fashion. That's what you're going to transition. Yeah, transition yeah, yeah. Down there, right. Yeah, exactly. And that's like one of the hubs. I mean, San Francisco has a good scene too, obviously, but down yeah. there, it's you it's, have way it's more different. opportunities. Yeah. Oh, of
0: course. I mean, in San Francisco, you, if you're in fashion, I mean, either that the really create the really big companies that can pay you, um, either don't really want to pay you or, and if they do then they're probably looking for a uh, an ant I would say you know someone who can just come in do the work and that's it and go home like i i want to be able to like affect change and if, to be in a company where you can affect change i think that it's either a small company or someone who is willing enough to give you the chance to you know to be able to affect you know the company in a, in a positive way but the people who want to give you that chance here can pay you Yeah. So NLA is right in the middle. It's like, you know, you, there's so many companies, uh, mid-level companies that can afford to pay you and might be able to give you a chance. So yeah. What do you think is
1: your ambition with this? Obviously you loved living here. You said that you wouldn't leave if you had the opportunity and you're leaving obviously because you just said you want to pursue this. So is working for a company, would you want to make your own company eventually? Or would no. you know? You no, no, you no. You'd rather support the brand than be the brand? Yeah,
0: I think it's just overrated. Yeah. Um, everyone
1: everyone wants to do it, I feel like, in that field. Like, everyone has an angle that they want to hit. But it's, it's unnecessary. Why?
0: I, it's just it's too much happening. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, n- I mean, I feel like there's, like, if you're really about it, if you're willing to do it, and you're willing to push through it, I, I'm not going to tell you not to do it. But even even then, I still feel like people shouldn't be having brands like, like I feel like it needs to be like a, some sort of balance. Like there's too much, too many brands coming up every day, all over the world, and it's it's too much, it's unnecessary. I mean that's why like you know f- they say fashion is the biggest polluter in the world. Like, but you know <laughs> they want to blame they want to blame the you know like fucking Forever Twenty One and and Zara. But the problem is everyone else like every even if you just want to make t-shirts, that's part of the problem. So, yeah. you know, it's unnecessary. All of a sudden, not everyone cares. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard to find, like, a lane. I mean, I find people
1: that I buy shirts from online and stuff that I support randomly because they make stuff that I'm interested in. And I don't think it's bad to support, like, a small bad artist. About.
0: Yeah. I think it has, thing has to be about connection. Like, do you find yourself connected to what you're buying, right? Like, that's, the, I think, the only way. Like, I mean, one of my brands is our legacy, but I love our legacy, but I'm not just gonna buy our legacy because I like it. <laughs> Does that make sense? It's yes. like, it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm gonna. If I really like a piece, then maybe I'll buy it. But it, it's it's not just because I like a brand or. I'll, it's like you can't you can go eat at every place at once. You know, like you know what I mean. Like you, it's hard for you to go eat at a restaurant every day yeah. and not be broke. You know, like so you don't you can go eat once a week. You know, once a month maybe you can maybe buy yourself something once a month whatever that is but I think that's part of the problem too many people buying shit
1: I like that you call it pieces I've started to call everything a piece as well (laughs) I'm not calling it clothing anymore (laughs) my closet is filled with plenty of pieces trust me (laughs) So you're excited about LA. I'm sure you're excited about the culture down there. Obviously, you know people. We know Sean yeah. LeQuang. Shouts out to shout out to Sean. There. Sean, baby. Hey. Um, playing tennis, doing his goddamn thing. You're gonna enjoy the sun. Do you think you'll get a dog? Do you like? What would mm. you like to achieve? Give me three things you'd like to achieve in LA. Um,
0: I would definitely want to live on my own, which is the the, next, the I think the most uh, approachable. one would be finally moving back on my own and having to have roommates even though I love In you LA, all though. You know. <laughs> yeah uh, it's that's looking pretty pretty possible uh, the other thing is I want to be able to you know be more out and about I feel like being here has been although it has been amazing and I feel like I've become a little more reclusive than I normally am but I think it's because there's nothing really popping over here but I want to take advantage of, of like events and And make sure that I say what's up to all my homies whenever I get the chance. And then third, I would say maybe get a car. Actually, oh wow, not even a puppy. I love dogs, but having a dog
1: is selfish. You know, a dog is not
2: going to do you any
0: favors without a car. I've had a dog. You know, like it's I've had my own dog. It's not
2: huge commitment, especially when you're living like you're trying to you know go out and do things. You can't just have a dog every single day. You got to get back, feed, and walk. If not, you're a shitty owner.
0: Dude, I, I would have to come in. You know, I'll be out and about, it's like three in the morning in Miami and I have to go back to my studio and fucking walk my dog and then keep, and then I like drive back to my homie's house. You know, it's like, you can't do, I'm not going to be doing that shit. Do yeah. Super I'm going to keep it pretty what practical gonna though. I'm going to get it practical. I'll I'm 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 probably get a Toyota, maybe a, a Corolla or something like that. Yeah. some chill. Uh, David's got a nice Corolla downstairs. It holds up well. Dude, you know, maybe even get a uh, no, old. My my girlfriend has a um a Yaris. Oh, no, not wow. a Yaris. Is it the Yaris? The Yaris? No, it's in a Prius? Prius? Prius. Sorry, the Prius. Sorry. I was like, wow, what a <laughs> random <laughs> show for The Yaris. No, and yeah, show. she has like our early Prius, and you know, mm, it's it's really true. I'm I'm driving it right now. So whatever I'm also whatever just you can get for a decent gas.
2: price down there. When I was the moving to LA, when I first thought about moving to LA. For some reason, I really wanted a muscle car. And oh, I got this wow. idea in my head that I was going to be able to have a fucking Camaro or some shit. <laughs> a dog. And then I realized that I don't know how to work on cars. <laughs> and it was incredibly impractical. So that's that idea has been scrubbed. But it is something, I'd, if I could find one that would be like somewhat reliable, mm. I would totally be into it. We... Me and Jared both have talked like in the
1: previous weeks about, you know, the idea of moving. Obviously, he's about to finish college and might want to take a next step. I've talked to people about, you know, possibly moving to New York or doing something maybe like in Europe or whatever. In LA, like I don't want to move to LA at all, but you know, it always calls to me sometimes. When I go to LA now being like after the eight or after the age, being post 21 in LA, it's like you actually see the fun in it. You kind of see like the scene. Because I I had no concept of that. For me, it was going to like Fairfax and fucking around or like just driving through the hills and randomly going to the same four shops we always went (laughs) to. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And then now that I can go to the bars and like go to restaurants and see like the appeal, it is like uh, immensely appealing. Plus, I have so many of my friends that live down there. Yeah. You making this decision, do you think it is something that is going to be like essential to the next four years of your life? Or do you think Mm. that it's something that you might regret, because that's obviously the biggest hurdle is getting <coughs> over.
3: I, I,
0: dude, you know, like, I, I mean, uh, this. I feel like everyone has a little bit of regret, no matter how, no matter how a positive you might be. How you know, you know, like, it. It. I feel like everyone has a little bit of regret in them. You know, the idea of what if is always kind of like, I think the, you know, the that little stab in yep. the heart. Um But, of course, I, I think that. If I were to move, and the the idea of like doing the making the right decision is there, but um, which is the one I think that holds the, the most at the moment. But of course, I, the second I took the job, I'm like, damn, did I do the right thing? It's like, but I, I can't live that way, you know. I just again, like I just I have I made the fucking choice, living my choices. So you got to risk it. Gambling's yeah. half the fun of life. Yeah, I mean, and also like I don't know if I want to be there for four years. I don't even know. Yeah, you could pop in. I'm just moving in in. for six months. I'm just moving in for a year, you know, whatever six months. It, I'm, you know, I'm not sold on the idea that this next step has to be permanent. So, I'm just going in there with, you know, with my my arms wide open, you know, just taking everything in, you know. Just
1: just to give like a an idea of like what you're going through, and obviously everyone knows you look like a
0: hot 24.
1: But how (laughs) old are you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. I'm 29. 29, yeah. yeah. So you're
1: about to be at 30. That's like kind of where I'm at with wanting to move to is getting closer to that enormous 3 0. Even though I do think I'm going to wake up and my life will just figure itself out. That's what I've said on this podcast all the time 30 is the goal. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to be here. Like, I think I'd rather wake up on 30 and be like living a new
0: experience or something like that. So that's where I'm kind of. There. I think this is, that sounds fantastic. Um, for me, at least. I, and it was never about that. It was just kind of a, uh, it was more so about a career that's purely that. Um, but if I if I were to think about it in that way, I mean, like, I have to start thinking about, okay, like, am I going to be wasting uh, my girlfriend's time? Like, you know, like, am I, you know, um, what, what's the next step in my life, right? Do Do I want to have kids? Or I, do I want to be married? Like, wow. you know, it, it, that's what I think about, right? Like, 30 I'm, I'm, I'm there, I'm starting to think about all that shit, and I'm like,
1: what is going on? Is it my biology? Is it... Dude, I don't know,
0: but I mean, I was wondering to have kids. I love kids. Yeah. Um, but
1: you already have glasses. You're already like a quarter <laughs> dude, of the way to being my a glasses, dad. Play soccer I glasses, know. I saw. Dude.
0: Fuck. So Last it night? No, la- no. I was like maybe like two months ago.
1: Okay. I was like, yeah, bro, dude, I hit. I fucking hit I up our Turkish off. brothers, dude. They didn't
0: hit me back. <laughs> no, I had to walk off. I had to like I couldn't even finish the game. It was and my, my girlfriend jinxed me the night before. She was like, you're gonna break your glasses. She's like, gonna break your glasses. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And sure enough, but no, I never thought about it in the in terms of okay, well, I'm gonna move to to uh, LA, and this is where I see myself being 30 years old, and no, it, it I think that doesn't those, those doesn't even cross my mind. I think it's more so, like, okay, after LA, or even during LA, do I want to start a family? Like, do I even want to move in with Danielle, you know, like... You're trying to like, establish, like, anchor life. Decisions. Yeah, and if, and if it's, if it, and if it doesn't work out between her and I, then that's okay, and then I'm able to, like, you know, um, I think give myself a few more, few more years, but... I don't want to waste her time, you know, so it's a matter of, like, let's see how this first year goes, you know, we're, we'll see how it goes you're between, adults, you know, you're able yeah. to figure things out. Yeah, you know, dude, I'm, I'm also, like, I'm too, I'm getting tired of women, so, like, I just, like, <laughs> I just, me, like, I'm like, I'm, like, I tell her a lot of times, like, I, I'm ready, like, if you break up with me, like, I am, I'm chill, like, I'm not even gonna be sweating that shit at all, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. like, <laughs> fuck that.
1: I'm gonna just take, like, two years, go. Dude, I didn't, bro, follow like, a path. Bro, just
0: do my own thing, like, it's just, it's, it's so much drama, and so much... So Trust much stress, him, yeah. unnecessary stress. Danielle has been so amazing my, the whole time that it's like she's made me realize what like it is to be someone who's just even though she on my ass all the time, which I love, but she's very she's very smooth. So it makes it easy. Oh, so easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you've been in a long time relationship, so you probably right. feel the same way. It's like,
1: how long have you been in a relationship, sweet Jarrett? I know we I ask this
2: every week. <laughs> I can't believe I don't know. Three years. Three years. Three yeah. years yeah. Lovely. Yeah. I mean, it's like so. peanut
1: butter, baby. All my relationships are crunchy and usually expired. You're um, a crunchy man, you're <laughs> a crunchy man. I do love a crunchy peanut butter. Do you like peanut butter being like non-American? I, I fuck
0: with peanut butter. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was something that I had to like learn to like learn to listen. like. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: yeah. innately, I just feel like that's something that babies. In America, or just like give
0: me more of that shit. When, it, when that I means. first moved here, it was kind of like uh, my, like one of the first shows that I watched on Disney Channel was um, Even Stevens. Oh, and I they always, I remember always eating like peanut butter jelly sandwiches, like, oh, we didn't get that. Like, so that I think my mom kind of started buying
2: it just because we asked, oh, we want to try that, you know, but. <laughs> it's so sick. Shouts out to Disney Plus. Shouts out to Disney Plus Dude, the i need a cop. I'm about oh. to cop right now. It's a, it's oh. a, gr- it's a great service. You, I've been having a good time. If you happen at, I don't know if how this is true or how true, like what the stipulations are, but my mom told me that if you're on Verizon, <laughs> you get a free year of Disney+. Plus. You are you on, on Verizon? AT&T. I'm oh. an at t boy too. We should start going there. Are you a fan yeah. of the Royal Cuckoo. The Royal Cuckoo. Shouts out to the, the Royal, Royal Cuckoo. Cuckoo.
1: they ones, yeah. It's yeah, it's nice. great. They've got a great backyard yeah. area. Um, but yeah, El Rio was great, and that was the thing is I was by myself, so I'm surrounded by all these like sexually open people from like different you know atmospheres. You you know people are they them you don't know what it is. So I started to uh, since I was by myself the entire night, I started to identify as asexual. You know, I didn't asexual want, I didn't guy. Want, yeah, I was just like you know I'm just cool with me. Yeah, no <laughs> Did you have to tell anyone? Like, Sorry, no, no I'm one I talked sexually. to me. I was just like standing by myself. And when the show ended, I was like, "Do I get a burrito?" Waited <laughs> outside for like ten minutes, and then was like, "No, go home." So then I went home. No burrito. No burrito. And I didn't meet up with you because it seemed like a little too crazy. You were at like an acid house show. Well, and was, that was night two.
2: It was yeah. It was night night two. We got there at like maybe twelve thirty or so, and then. My buddies were in town, so then we stayed, had a beer, and then we're, one of them was like, oh, let's get out of here and check out another place because we were at the spot Halcyon the night before. You and were it, at the same spot Halcyon And that the night was before. Yeah, and that was one of my fears is that they were going to come up and only go to one nightclub. Even though it was two really good shows and everyone was going to kill it, I didn't want to take them to one place. You know, I had to show mm-hmm. them the breadth of yeah. the scene, mind you. Wow, you're, putting, you're and, putting a lot of effort into that. And so then one of them says like, hey, let's go hit the other spot. It's only a mile away from here. Get What's the other the spot? Underground on Hate Street. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking sweaty little rave cave. We walked in and two of their, gla- their, their two of them wore glasses and they just fogged up <laughs> immediately. And I was like, and they're like, <laughs> and just the head nod said it all. Cheap drinks too. Like I think the beer is only five dollars there, which is cheap because usually it's like seven to eight mm-hmm. at these clubs. And then we were there and that spot shuts down at two because it's in the middle of a neighborhood. And I'm sure that I think there's an apartment above. And it was just, uh, they it is just playing some dirty techno. And then we get back to the Halcyon and Sasha body And when we left, he was playing like acid house. And when we get back, he's throwing down some dirty techno too for like until the show ends at four. He played a six hour set that night. And you bumped into our favorite Cuban. Yeah, Louis. Uh, what was of that course. like?
1: What, did he look distraught? I just want to no, know what no, my boy looks no, like in the club Louis, at 3 a.m. Because I have not seen him out.
2: He looked so, I don't know if he was happy to see me. I'm pretty sure he was very just happy to be there before he, he saw me. And then ran into me. I was like, damn, Lewis, yeah, you know, we danced for a little bit. And then. You danced with him? Well, next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously didn't embrace. I grabbed his hand and we just <laughs> did, did the slow dance.
1: Yeah, you just were like, fuck this. The, the little 185 step. BPM
2: ha- acid house. We're just we, going to hold arms. We were ripping the vapes in the club, as you do. Oh, you were yes. hitting the jewel. You just had a jewel talk.
1: Good to see you. What? Good to
2: see you. What? I got popcorn lung? No. <laughs>
1: So you enjoyed going out, though. I mean, it's your oh, yeah. birthday tomorrow. Uh, happy birthday to Jarrett. We'll definitely, you know. Happy birthday, sir. Uh, I absolutely am stoked okay. for you. You're going to be, what, 22? 22. Double yep. deuce. Oh, my God. Double you're a youngin. Yeah. How old you're do you young. think Jarrett would be? I
0: don't know. I think he was like 26. <laughs> he's a hard 22 for sure. That mustache, I, I though, think it's is definitely the mustache. The mustache and, and, is yeah. adult. I mean, I shave my beard, and I look like I'm fucking
1: 22. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's looking great right now. This is a f- prime facial hair. This is full Jarrett. And I, and I respect it. Everyone on Periscope right now is happy to be watching it. Yeah, just well, that. I
2: mean, when the, fir- when the show first started back, was at the end of September, early October, I had nicked my mustache, so I had to go sh- bare-shaven for the Ooh. first time in, like, two years. I at least had a mustache. If I would <laughs> shave, I would always leave a little hairy upper lip. Got to hide the small little lip. So
1: <laughs> I, I have a small <laughs> lip. To look at me. When I close my mouth, You, my, my lips disappear.
0: I mean, they that's why we it. have a mustache <coughs> to to blow and to blow. hide it. But then, no, you have Latin lips. You're oh, lucky, thanks, dude. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good look.
1: I'm I'm happy that it's your birthday. 22 is a big year. You're not officially stoked to be 21 in year anymore. When you got three more years after 25, the years start flying away. That's what every everyone always says. 25. 25. It's true. That's true. actually one of the questions very which true, I want to get to in a second. Since we just talked about kind of time flying past 25 and also the whole 30 issue, the first question was really, you know, I don't even know this person's name. I'm just going to ask the question. It's, do you feel like time flies after 25? I'm pretty sure that was the whole question.
0: Yeah, definitely. I don't know why. I, I feel like I haven't, I feel like I've done less the last five years than I did between 20 and 25. But it somehow feels like it just really flown by. I mean, I haven't really i mean i've done enough i would say to have a busy happy life i would say but in terms of in a whole year i don't know what I mean, it's a weird feeling that i feel like i haven't done enough but it's okay
1: i think <laughs> after the first quarter of your life you're really like wow everything is just going to be the same unless i actually make an effort to change it it's not like there's True. a set course you know it's not i'm still in college and i'm 23 or something yeah. like that it's you have to get a job. Your life is going to be set, and unless you make active moments to like change that course, you're not going to be able to get out of whatever you're doing, and that can lead to like depression, for sure. And it could be a a, a beneficial thing as well, though.
0: Yeah, my my good friend Summer, she's reading a book. Uh, I forgot. I'm horrible. We talk a names. lot about books that we um, don't but, know the names of on this yeah, podcast, but, so you're fine. <laughs> great. So she's reading a book about basically it's like the the finding decade. I think that's the name of the of the um, book actually <laughs> the defining decade and it's about your 20s and how people assume literally what you just said so people assume that you're gonna wake up at 30 and your life is gonna be set um but That's in reality you need to f- build a foundation when you're 20 so that by the time you're 30 like you're all everything is actually set for you um so i, I kind of have felt that way in terms of you know like i, haven't, I feel like i'm finally looking back at most of me let me fix my credit you know, or like let me let me, everything let me let ordered. me make sure that that my sa- I actually have savings and I can stop blowing it on fucking food. You know what I mean, like. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, definitely faster after twenty five. What about you, Jaron? As
1: someone who's not twenty five or even close to it, do you think that it's something that you, as someone who hears about it, as you said, kind of approaching and something you fear, or do you think that that's kind
2: of a point of life you'd like to be in? No, well, I mean, I'm not fearing it because I think back, I'm twenty two tomorrow three years ago <laughs> shit was just different yeah you know life three was different. And, and five w- after and in, 25 when you
1: think three years back you're gonna say wow nothing's really different that's the issue <laughs>
2: that's sad you no know, I don't, know if, I don't know, if 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 know if it's that's what I if, if when I turned 25 I think back damn 22 was that was nice I, even remember. I can't remember 22 I couldn't tell you exactly like you know, shit changes
0: well, a lot of happened when I was 22 <laughs>
1: I I had, like, moments, like, you know, that's five years ago for me. That's, like, the crazy part about it. Like, I know I lived in the city. It was, like, my first year actually being up here. But outside of, you know, probably being in a shitty relationship at the time or whatever the fuck happened, like, I'm still working. I'm still grinding it out and trying to find, like, a balance in my life. And I think that's, like, an ongoing battle until you eventually find comfortability in finding something that gives you something similar to that.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: I mean, you guys are in <laughs> balanced relationships. I'm not in a relationship. I haven't been in a relationship. I haven't been in a, in a relationship in probably like two or three years. Like an actual boyfriend girlfriend, more for like a month type of deal.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, this last two years has definitely helped. Um, before that, I was like single for three years, and I think that was the most. I mean, partly because I was going through a heartbreak, uh, but <coughs> aside from that, I don't know. If having a girlfriend, it kind of gives you. Uh, a little bit of uh it's blinders. It's horse blinders. You're kind of like more focused on yeah, the yeah, 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 dude. It, it's not distracting at all. Like how to
1: improve the day to day between you and this other person. Not just like oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. stress out about everything, or maybe this person isn't committed to me. It's like you just have to take the gamble specifically on when someone's like, yeah, let's do
3: this.
0: Man, that's it. Like I said, like I said earlier, dude. If I love Danielle, and if she breaks up with me, like, you yeah. know? But, like, I am done, dude. Like, I'm legit, like, I am good. Like, just taking I, a break? Dude, just don't give a fuck. Because, like, it's so hard to find someone who, who, you know, you're able to, like, fully understand each other. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm definitely right there with you. I think there's people that I meet and have met over these past, you know, fucking ten years where I feel that way about them. Like, I'm like, oh, this is someone I could probably spend, like, the next couple years with, but it's just not something that's easy to find. So I get you so like hot. wanting to avoid the complication in that because when you find so it, even it might not work out. It's like you have to land on the exact same bullseye as the other person at the exact same time.
0: Wow. That's a great analogy. I mean, <laughs> that's time. how it feels for me. <laughs> Trust me. You keep fucking hitting the outside circle. No,
1: it's not <laughs> even me. It's like, I'll finally hit the bullseye and someone will be like right in the secondary ring of the bullseye mm. or maybe even like, miss the board completely it's like we're looking for completely different things but there's something between us that is like undeniable it, it's just uh it's a it's the mystery of life it's like how do you get lucky like we talk about luck on this podcast sometimes and like luck is opportunity
2: preparation when meets preparation oppor- meets, opportunity.
1: meets opportunity jared's the one yeah. who has this it's still <laughs> i i
0: always say uh you know it's like hard work and timing that's yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a similar same. thing, but that's what yeah. I always say. It's hard work and timing. Like, that's luck, you know. And I my
1: experience. Yeah, so that's where I'm trying to get. And I think when you move, it's the same kind of situation. Like you have to take those opportunities, and you don't know if it's like a lucky thing until you get there and it works out.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't I don't think it's even then. It's hard to even say that it's luck because I've worked my ass off for the last eight years, nine years. So I I believe that this is just the right timing, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, I don't think that me moving there is luck at all, it's just, I busted my ass and this is just the next step in my life, you know? So generally, the last
1: question that we're gonna ask from a person who submitted, didn't actually send us a name, we had the same question on last week, so we can kind of make up a name, which I think would be fun, but before we get into that, I just wanna ask you, because we didn't actually get this because the interview portion was just so naturally flowing where do you think your mental health is like right now personally like do you think that you're at a spot where obviously with the move and like with you going through all the things you went through from moving around as a kid to like establishing a great connection here with people that you've got to know over the last four years and like taking this next step in your life do you think you're in a like balanced place do you think you're in a place that's uh, kind of on the edge, looking <laughs> over, like, maybe this is too fucking scary, but I'm still gonna like, um, look over the edge?
0: I want to say that I'm balanced. I feel like that's, I always try to keep I, myself balanced. I would say you balanced. are a very balanced individual on the day to day. I try, but I, I'm, I don't know, it just maybe it's a part of my whole upbringing, upbringing that I don't really try to stress it too much, because it's just fucking life, dude, like, and my mom, I mean, this might be corny as fuck, but my mom always tells me, you guys are warriors, like, you come from a family of warriors, like, because my, you know, my grandmother, all Female warriors, right? So like they're all fucking independent and shit. So it's like, it's like you just gotta, you figure it out. That's kind of the mentality. But you know, of course, I I, I think about it. Like, I'm, am I am I depressed? I've I've had those questions. You know, mm-hmm. I've asked I asked them. But at the moment, I think I'm pretty balanced. I am a little scared, just because it's natural. It's natural. You know, I'm not fucking invincible. But yeah, I, I definitely am a bit scared. But I, I have faith in myself, and I've you know, I'm I mean, I'm out of faith, but inner faith, I would say. And um, but. Yeah, I'm I'm confident. So I have faith in you too. Thank I you
5: think sir. it's
1: gonna be a great time. I, I hope Jarrett can say the same just by getting to know you over the last hour, but I would say you're a driven enough person to make anything work in any situation. And I do think that LA is a great land of possibility. And I know it sucks to drive forty five <laughs> minutes from point A to point B, but I do know that whenever you fucking get there and you have the best excuse in the world traffic baby yes it's like our (laughs) version of the muni didn't show up i don't know it's like you actually have the sickest excuse and when you finally get to the place you're trying to get to hopefully it's what you want it to be i hope so too and the thing that we asked last week and something that i kind of want to start asking people innately on the show is like outside of vices and substances and whatever the hell like what are three things you do for yourself to like calm yourself down when you're stressed out or feeling like things are a little bit too much
0: it's a fantastic question um, if you know again I try you the no name <laughs> person who submitted this question to us uh, I, I try not to even get to that to that level of stress or a panic maybe but if I ever get to that point I I just immediately try to breathe. Like that's like my my first go-to. My girlfriend makes fun of me all the time because like it's like I know you're mad when you just like take deep breaths and just like <laughs> I'm a deep breath taker too. Yeah, I so love I'm like that. It, it's just like I need those like few seconds to re, you know like reset. Um, I try cool I, off. It's like you
1: gotta check yourself. It's me just checking myself. You know. Yes,
0: exactly. I, know I tell Dani all the time that I'm like when I go out and I'm faded, like. I am ready for anyone to, you know, so like, that's my, where I normally am, like at that level, especially when I when I go out, it's like, when it it's like actually comes up, so when I'm sober, and I'm like, chill, like, that's like me chill, that's like I, I try not to go out, so if I ever get to that level, I'm like, okay, yeah. fucking chill, because if not, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I, I will say, like, like, you know, I could go really, I'm, I'm, I think people who are really nice, people who are really fucking nice, are probably the meanest people in All the right. world because it takes a lot like for a facade you to or something? no. It's not about that. It's it's a people who are extremely nice are able to be the most fucked up people in the world because they're able to understand like what it takes to be a shitty person. So if you're able to understand how not to be a shitty person, that you, that means you know how to be one. Does that make sense? I would say yes. As a man who <laughs> hated a lot of shitty women
1: and who thinks that he's like a pretty nice guy, I can definitely like see ahead of time like bad tendencies and like i am like oh i know exactly what's gonna happen
0: yeah i mean it it's it's kind of like uh i was i was gonna go with, like superhero shit but like i, I could forget what i was gonna say but you're at the right <laughs> table <so. laughs> no you know it's like I they always say like you, you need like a counterpart right like it's like it's the same thing with being nice and all, everything is balanced right so if you're able to be it's like how can someone know that you're dumb or smart, right? Like, you need to have one or the other, right? If you're having a conversation with someone who is not as intelligent as you, you're able to tell, right? You're not going to be like, hey, I'm fucking smart, right? <laughs> but it's the same level. So I feel like who, whoever is nice, you know, it's like, I could, dude, I'm a piece of shit. Like, I'm, I am could say the f- most fucked up shit ever, but I try not to because for what? You got to control for it. What? For what? Just take a deep breath, relax. I might sound like a dumbass breathing no, but in out. but you know, it's like, us, that was what most of us
1: answered is like, we just, uh, you got to breathe as a man. I think that that's like our innate go-to thing is like, just take a second. It's
0: so easy to fucking react yeah. is the easiest thing. I mean, it's, it's better to wait and calculate. I always like say this fucking saying, it's like, you always the, the hardest time to do something is when you, when you don't want to do it. So it's like when you're trying to calm down, like when is the best time to calm down? as soon as you feel like you need to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, simple as that. Uh,
1: Same thing with, like, going to the gym or anything. It's like, that's the last thing I want to do. But if you do, you're probably you going go to feel yeah. better.
0: Yeah.
1: Which I haven't been. <laughs> Which you haven't been. So uh, what's your yeah. number two thing for calming yourself down? Nothing. I really, I... I really? I mean, it just sounds... Be be, 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 no, it's I don't okay. know. I just, just breath?
0: S- dude, I just chill. Like, I just... I mean, uh, man, it, it sounds corny. It sounds, like, so cliché to say, but I just try to fucking be chill. Like I, my girlfriend right now is probably more stressed than I am. Yeah. Like moving, positive,
1: positive. I just, outline. yeah, just yeah. try to be positive. Mm-hmm.
0: I, one of my favorite books is uh, um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck, which is a fantastic book if you haven't read it. But it just reminded me a lot the, of what a, is it called? The subtle the, art. The, of the subtle not art a fuck. of not giving a fuck. Oh wow. Um, I forgot the, the fucking uh, uh, author. Sorry. It's okay. Um, Amazon it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, like it, it, it remind. You know, you, were t- you asked me earlier about self reflection, and I think that um that book when i first read it 2 years ago was you know i was like oh shit like maybe i need to look back a lot of my life and w- the reason why i do things and the reason why i think a certain way right like um maybe a way to unlearn certain behaviors but that's like i guess self reflection is another another tool that i use
1: but that's beneficial you got to think back things yeah. look at yourself think about how you can improve things or actions that you've done and you can uh, benefit off of those I think life is about nostalgia I think you learn the most from the past and you just try to do the most in the future to uh, correct you know your past mistakes it's like you can't fix what's already happened but you can definitely fix your future decisions exactly yeah
0: you can be scared of your past you like it's, it's a part of you uh, one of my favorite uh, TV personalities uh, slash uh, celebrities is Charlemagne the God
1: Oh yeah, Charlemagne <laughs> Char- 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 <laughs> gets brought up on this podcast Char- every week. Char- Char- I love Charlemagne. <laughs> <I> Char- <laughs> his here, two books are amazing. Leonard his literally I, read I, his I, book. I have to finish the Art of Happiness by the Dalai Lama
0: before Leonard uh, will let me borrow Charlemagne's <laughs> Char- book. I probably would never read that, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, only roll weed on it. It's an ongoing thing. Yeah, dude, he's he's mind you, we share the same birthday, June 29th Oh wow! So you a Gemini. No, I'm a Cancer. Okay, I'm a Gemini. I share birthday with Future. That's tomorrow's Future's birthday. Oh shit, that's sick. The <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, he, he says this all the time, in, in his book, it's like he has a chapter called "Living Your Truth," which is in Live a way, that is a you know, it's like you you have to be able to be be in peace with your past. Like if you, I'm, dude, I, if I think if there's one thing that people would say about me, it's like I'll I will say anything that's on my mind. Like I'm not afraid to answer ask like answer your question. Um, so like. I, I, and not that I, I already had that trait before reading his book, but it was again, it's a subtle reminder of like, hey, like you're on the right path. Like, you gotta be able to, like, I talked about the other day, I asked, someone asked me about like cheating, and I'm like, "God, oh, the fuck, I'll tell you everything about cheating that I've done, you know? But it's the same shit. It's like, you can't be afraid of your past. So it's good to reflect, and if someone asks you anything, just fucking talk about it. You'd be surprised who can actually, you know, give advice right Yeah, so. give advice, you know, like it. It's insane. So I feel like people are too afraid of their past and not willing enough to talk about it. So, Well, that's
1: beneficial, and that's why I'm glad we fucking had you on, Jose. That <laughs> is exactly the perfect way of wrapping this show up. Too Broke for Therapy, everybody. I'm, I hope you had a great time. <laughs> I also I had a great time. I had a great time. I know Jared did. Uh, he's still recovering from this weekend, and I know tomorrow is going to be a great day for you. So I'm I'm excited for you to be 22 and not 21 Dude. anymore. I could finally be like, yeah, our age difference isn't six years. <laughs> but... It's a lovely six years. Touch my hand. (laughs) Yes, I love... If only Periscope was on for that. (laughs) Um... But, yeah, Jose, it's been great to have you on, man. It's so. something I've wanted to do for a long time. I think your outlook on life is something that mm-hmm. I've learned from. And I think even in our funner times, which, you know, we've obviously played soccer together, we've yeah. had some great times doing that. I you love know, pinching your butt. I, he <laughs> does love pinching my butt. I, you know, we do go back and forth. He is a defender, <laughs> I am an attacker. I hate being on the opposite side of you in those situations. We've also you know, had a lot of great conversations and this is another one of them and I'm glad that I got to have you on before you moved and I'm you, definitely going to be sad when you move. I hope we have a classic uh, house party. To, uh, there, uh, there will be a party. Yes, to <laughs> signify I'll invite Jarrett. Uh, if you know, you know. <laughs> I cannot wait and I think that, you know, as a guy who lives in Southern California out of his parents' uh, living room when he goes on vacation, I can't wait to have another friend in Los Angeles to go and hang out with and
0: get some Korean food. Do
1: you have a neighborhood? Just I, last question, you know,
0: uh, man. I, I want to. You want to explore? No, not at all. I think I'm pretty set already. I think I want to be in Westlake, like okay. near Macarthur Park. I think that's like that whole area or Rampart Village, whatever the fuck that whole area is called. Um, but it just seems the most central. Like my job will be in Vernon, so it's a bit of a. I mean, it's like 25 minute drive, but I'm gonna try to do the whole public transportation for a couple of weeks and oh see wow. how see how it is. Because I, I feel like if, uh, I mean, I did it in Miami, and Miami's a driving city. Same shit as traffic, you know, same fucked up traffic as LA, but um, I really want to do that. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Westlake, because anything after that, like, it just either gets too expensive or too far away from work, so. Well, I'm excited to come and visit you in Westlake.
1: You can stay on my couch.
0: And if you <laughs>
1: ever, ever, ever need a recommendation, San Pedro's not a bad spot either. San it's Pedro. Up, it's up and coming. It's going to blow up in like two <laughs> How years. How far is you, that? It's like outer Long Beach, but it takes maybe 25 minutes to get into the city. I have no mm. idea. But it is a...
0: San Pedro. I'll think about
1: very it. Very sick spot, yeah. It's right across the bridge from Long Beach. Is that where you grew up? No, that is where I would probably move if I moved to LA. Ah. I grew up in Huntington Beach, which is a whole other story. That's Orange County, not Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard stories. Yes, <laughs> everyone has. So, everyone, Too Broke for Therapy. Jose, where can people find you online if they want to <laughs> follow your journey? Uh, I, I
0: guess you can Instagram. follow me on Instagram. Uh, uh, me Instagram. Follow me at Navy Sweatshirt.
1: I love it. One more thing. Sorry, this is like the worst outro ever, but I just have to ask. I, uh, you know, at these social gatherings that we have, there's generally a contest subtly that I don't think people realize about who has the best pants. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed this? Everyone shows up to your house
0: and is like, who's flexing the hardest pair of pants at night? Dude, do the do the pants <laughs> do Dude, the pants. Dude, I, I don't know why, but I. I, I I'm happy that's the case. If that's what I, uh, I, I never thought so. about it until now, but yeah, I, I guess there is a, a, some sort of l- low-key com- competition. Um, I just love pants. It's pant. a piece off. It's like, yeah. like
1: S- 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 check my fucking piece, man. But instead of a yeah.
0: gun, it's like, pants. check these fucking salvage denim cargo jeans. Or whatever, or some fucking yeah. orange beams cargo pants. Yeah. So, you know, whatever the fuck it is. I, I don't know. I, I love pants. They're probably my second favorite piece of clothing. Or What's number one? Sweaters? Shoes. Uh, uh, soap, shoes. Footwear, yeah. Shoes are my favorite thing. And then pants. I work my way up. Um, but yeah, I don't know what it is, but I I'm very happy the, the case. List? Excuse me.
1: Are beanies at the bottom of the list?
0: <laughs> Definitely. I don't fuck oh, with beanies. Man. Have you ever seen me wearing anything on my head?
1: No, just yeah, glasses. I don't
2: just glasses, bro.
1: Yeah, I've got a wider range of beanies. I feel like you've got a great hat collection as well. I've
2: got my staples. I've got the brown hat I typically wear. Yeah, he usually has. But one when hat. it gets he's cold. the one hat guy.
1: Actually, one you're hat. like a damn cartoon character. You wear the same outfit most of the time, but in the best way possible. Like just variants of shirts. But it's like, I I know what to expect when Jared shows up. I run
0: hot. I don't know.
2: I you just run you do
0: run hot. Yeah, like I don't want I don't want to fucking beanie on my head. Like I might be hot.
2: I might sweat. My ears get. I run hot as well. But my ears get real cold, and I'm not. I'm done. Like a few <laughs> weeks ago, I walked out. I was outside. I I had to walk down to Whole Foods. My ears froze; they were so fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> my ears are mad warm right now. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because my a ears aren't chilly, even but covered, but they help. It's just barely over the top.
1: Well, I love it, it helps. So navy sweatshirt on Instagram. <laughs> navy sweatshirt That's on Instagram. It. Yeah. I I hope that you send me many pictures of pants in Los Angeles, uh, and I hope I get to see your whole travel, Jarrett. Got anything to plug? Where where can people find you?
2: Too greasy. There we go. That's variations. it. Sick. Variations.
1: T O O or T zero zero. T00. And, and then two. a two. And you guys can just type that in over and over until you find the right That's one. That's you'll, you'll know sick. it when you see them. Oh, it's great. He's yeah. got a great handle. You guys could find me at Steve rude Boy on Instagram and then Stephen Baker 8 on Twitter. What's a Rude Boy? No, no, I'm just saying oh, Rude Boy. Yeah, Rude Boy. Rude, yeah, rude Boy. So what, is a rude boy? what it, you mm. we'll get into the the Rude Boy origins. On another episode of Too Broke for Therapy, anything you guys want to recommend to the listeners before we sign off? Anything that you um, guys saw the past couple weeks or anything?
0: Uh, I recommend you a book. Uh, stillness is the key by Ryan Holiday. Fantastic book. I'm reading it right now. So if you're reading it, if you hear this, can you give me go a synopsis that. of that? Um, book. basically, basically is he talks about the idea of what stillness is in a in in a mental in a mental s- state, I guess. People usually attribute that to like being like doing yoga or something or meditating but it's a it's the idea of like finding like those like moments of like think about like like a last second shot of you know someone playing basketball like you know making that three like that moment right there like hold in, on in, to that like yeah. think about that like think about what that athlete's going through in their head like there there's nothing else that matters yeah. except, except for making it's that shot then the basket yeah, yeah so awesome. finding those moments of stillness and what's it called one more time uh, stillness is the key By Ryan Holiday Fantastic book Lovely
1: Jared anything you've seen Checked out Go to Halcyon
2: (laughs) Find a good club And go dance Till it's 4 o'clock In the morning I I I wish I could do that (laughs) With you soon Uh, If I can fucking Disclaimer I tapped out at 3.30 On Saturday Oh no They're gonna hold you
1: To that On the Twitter On the the too greasy Once they find your handle I would say Check out Disney Plus guys I did not want to pay for it But now that I have Paid for it I am enjoying it
0: I'm excited for the Marvel shows
1: uh, the Marvel shows, I'm having a great time with The Mandalorian, to be honest, and uh, yeah, I just can't wait. Uh, I'm excited to see what else they do with that platform, and above all else, everybody, check out The Irishman this upcoming week on Netflix. Oh, if, so, yeah, yeah. I'm going to smash you know, it's that. three and a half yeah, hours. Smash Don't smash, smash it. Watch it over two nights. It Grab will a coffee first. <laughs> yeah, I definitely <laughs> fell asleep during it. Jared, I love long so movies. Old, I'm, I'm going to smash it. You'll smash it. Guys, Too Broke for Therapy, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. Jose, I hope to have you on in the future, mate. Thank you for being here. Yes, Thanks sir. for making it work. Thanks for coming through. Oh, Jarrett. Nice. let me hit that vape on mic real quick.
4: <laughs> May I hit it?
1: Yeah. Oh, this is a smooth one. <laughs> <laughs> What's that flavor? Purple candy. Oh, well, what? it tastes Dude. it tastes like purple. <laughs> it, it tastes like purple. No Dave Chappelle. It tastes like purple. God, I feel like Jared's mic was hella turned down that whole time. Anyway, <laughs> too broke for therapy. Rip that vape one more time. Heavy mic. We're picking it up. Oh, wow, this is a big one. Jarrett, you're gonna explode. Where's the techno music? <laughs> He's failing at doing his <laughs> <two> most. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
5: Yeah, that girl she got on my clone. I told her, look that three, three. she got to do better. Go. Are you serious? I my money is serious. Okay, all my checks, I just be clearing it. She saw my dicks And she get delirious. Okay, jump on the jet so I'm clearing it. Okay, park, but I'm not talking new Okay, smoke that boy just like a cigarette. If that boy try to make a fuss move, I'm on some whole other shit. I got a whole number rich. I'm on a new level. I was fucking on your bitch. She was riding on my dick. Th- she ain't me too bad I swear these niggas they bitches. I swear they ugly snitch when my niggas gon' shoot at them. Niggas they mad about this, niggas they mad about that, but it's only if you let them. She say my name on her phone. Only thing she say me under is probably that you let her know I don't I don't got provolone, no. only thing in my pocket is probably I'm some blue cheddar She tried to leave me alone, then she got right with my clone, and I hope that she do better I know it's blue, cheese on me, but when I got 50s on me, I call that shit loose cheddar Jeremy Scott's all on my feet, I had a Kuga with me, so I call that girl Coretta I am the richest nigga in my city, I can't make it rain like no matter what the weather I know that girl, she got swag, but when it comes to putting it together, she could do better I send that girl a DM, she ain't asking me, so you know that I gotta shoot two, two at, at her, her. Yeah. Gotta shoot two at her yeah. You're a I little go. I stay with the blue cheddar That girl she got on my call and I told that little girl that she got to just do better go. Are you serious? I swear my money is serious Okay, all my checks i just be clearing it She sell my dicks and she get delirious Okay, jump on the jet so I'm clearing it Okay, part but I'm not talking new Okay, smoke that boy just like a cigarette If that boy try to make a fuss move Whoa, They try to cut me down when they say I'm too low, turn me I said turn me up, I cannot hear my flow, Close. Close. I ain't never been no fool, do what I want, I'ma bend your rules, Close. I'ma take a dub, I'ma win, I ain't never been no type that loose, born like this, I ain't did no study, everything I got, man, I got it in a hurry, if I love you, better say that you love me, and if I trust you, better say that you trust me, talk about the bag, the mullet, the guap, I'm at the bank, only time that i don't run. I said I'm on the road, I cannot stop, I'm running through obstacles, I'm in the hole. stop that, Gotta nigga, just to drop that. Yeah. If you shoot first, we gon' pop back. marginal on my lawn, nigga, that's not that. Oh, no. What you got on? Prada sweater, suit made in nylon. Say my righteous girl, yeah, she say right on. When I hit that girl, right with the light on. When I hit that girl, oh. Gotta shoot two at her. I gotta shoot two at her. Stay with this blue channel. That girl she got with my clone. i told that little two, girl that she three, got it, she jet, do better. Are you serious? I swear my money is serious. Okay, all my checks, I just be clearing it. She sell my dicks and she get delirious. Okay, jump on the jet so I'm clearing it. Okay, part but I'm not talking new. Okay, smoke that boy just like a cigarette. If that boy try to make a boss move. Little oozy further, doot do loot do, doot doot. Do. Thank you. Little you've heard, leaves supposed to be staying still right now. Ready, set, go. Dup,
3: dup. Get it,
4: fed it. fed Coach, fed it. fed it. Coach, I got fed you know, fed With me it. I got fed with me I it. Coach, it. out, with me juice it. out. I am Coach, I I I I Roll it back, bro. Beat her back. Let her go. Ooh, roll it up, roll it. See her later, adios. Up and down, yo yo. Sippin on that hocus pole. Sha got fat ass booty Sha got fat ass coach Sha got fat ass booty Shy got fat ass coach. I got fat ass. booty I got fat coach. Uh-huh. I got fat ass booty. Sha got
5: fat ass coach. This is a public service announcement. Oh, oh. So get it? She different. What? 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 She's the key to doors. God damn. 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 Phantom. Oh. I can't cup. butter cup. I would really hate to bust her bubble.
3: you're listening to
5: the essential mix on bbc radio one and right now at the controls hudson mohawk and lunis back together again as tonight
3: as we continue
1: Dude, I can do a handstand. I think you've seen me hit no. a handstand. I don't believe it.
2: Really? I've
1: never seen it. I definitely cannot. You guys, for the Periscope, I'm gonna one. do. A, I'm gonna do a handstand. What's a <laughs> handstand? Is that like I have to be vertical with my head off the ground? I could do a headstand.
2: <laughs> that's a headstand. A handstand's okay, on your I hands. I cannot oh, do handstand. that. No, handstand's like, like, like that's legit like, up.
3: Like, off of yeah. the ground, right?
2: No, you don't. You start with extended arms. Oh, okay. You
3: have to you like. Don't, oh, it's like a like Burning Man.